you know what will help you be a little more positive in your life? Is by listening to our new show, Weekly Positivity, a show where me and Jeffrey bring you something positive <laughs> for you to week week. <laughs> What did I say? You said me and Jeffrey. <laughs> Well, I guess that's our intro for this episode. I think you need to start over. (laughs) This is Positive Noise Radio bringing you episode 16 of Two Guys, Two Topics, a show where me, Jeffrey Ortiz, and my best friend ever, Chase Woodfin. Hello. Bring you two topics. For your entertainment. All right, Chase. How's it going, man? It's going good. I'm feeling a little spicy on that intro today. I thought I would really make it pop. You know what I'm saying? Definitely some habanero sauce on that hoe, for sure. That's what I like to think, man. How's unemployment? You know, it's it's got its benefits, but it also has its its downsides, too. (laughs) I imagine. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, so... Uh, I'm just still looking for a job, and that's what all of my day consists of. You know what would help you out, Chase, to be a little bit more positive in your life? Is by listening to our new show, Weekly Positivity, brought to you every Sunday of every week. All right, Chase. My topic for today, I want to talk about the biggest joy in life, Chase. Your favorite animal. What animal on this planet makes you look at it and say, wow, out of all the animals on this planet, you are my favorite? Uh, not including dogs, um, I'm gonna have to say Tasmanian devils. Why is that? Because they're awesome. Sell me, Chase. Tell me. Like, if I was some guy and I was like, "Man, I'm looking for a favorite animal. I just can't pick." Chase, well, Whitman, tell me why I should pick the Tasmanian devil right now and tell you why. Um, and it's because for one. It's cool enough that it has its own cartoon character named after it. What up? Name after it. Name after it, yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, another thing is, though, they are endangered. Um, they, do need to, they do need that attention drawn to them. The cool thing about them is, though, they are the largest carnivorous marsupial. That's something cool. That is cool. Um... They are very. Uh, I well, didn't even know Tasmanian devils are marsupials. Yeah, they actually are. Mar- they and they're the largest they carnivorous little, ones. So. They've got them pouches. They sure do. Uh, another thing that is uh, very sad, though, is that they do have uh, a this thing called the devil's disease, and it's something that actually is kills a lot of Tasmania of the Tasmanian devil population, uh, adult population. And uh, just one quick – it kills 90% of a, adults in high-density areas. What is it, it? Devil's disease is a is a facial tumor uh, that's a type of parasitic cancer. It's a non-viral transmissible uh, but very aggressive. Like I said, it does kill 90% of adult uh, population within a high-density area, 40 to 50% in a medium to low-density area. So it it it, it attacks it, it it's very uh, just aggressive, and it kills a majority of the uh, Tasmanian devil, devil population. Uh, the other part of 
the Tasmanian devil population is hunted, uh, which is not cool. These are some of the cutest yet most vicious-looking animals you can see um, on the planet, if you ask me. They are extremely cool-looking, for one. They don't look like you would kind of think they would if you've never seen what a Tasmanian devil looks like. Uh, they are very ferocious when they want to be, but if you look at one, you're like, wow, that is a cute little guy right there because they all are. I mean, it's just... And their little babies, adorable. Their little, their little, their little pups or whatever they are. Oh God, they are adorable. And they, they have really powerful jaws, um, uh, kind of similar um, to uh, the fact that they can uh, basically eat it. Whatever it eats, it eats bones and all almost. That's that's how powerful its jaws are. Um. They, uh, they're nocturnal animals, which a majority of the animals that I like uh, that aren't necessarily, in most cases, domesticated. Uh, but all the animals that I like, which I don't include domesticated animals with my favorite animals. But uh, a majority of them are nocturnal. Uh, also on the list of my favorite animals are bats. Because I like bats. Because they're cool. Some may say the Tasmanian devil is a bat. It just doesn't have its wings. You're not, I guess, wrong, I guess. I don't I mean, really... Take a look at that bad boy. It looks like a... Uh, it, does a have, it does have its ears, that's for sure. It looks like a, a fox bat, except it's, uh, you know, black. It kind of has that little face that that bat's got. Yeah, and, uh, of course, you can, other than in, in the wild, the only place you can find these is in Tasmania. They've been extinct on the mainland of Australia for almost 400 years now, which was prior to English settlement, so it wasn't their fault. But, yeah, it's they're just really cool animals. They have a lot of cool facts that come with them, and uh, I just kind of enjoy doing research on them, and I also think that they're just pretty cool animals, and they're cute. Wow, Chase, that's actually really cool, man. I didn't really know all that. I actually don't think I've ever looked at a picture of a Tasmanian devil, and I did not realize how absolutely adorable these creatures are. And absolutely vicious. All right, Chase. Prior to 46 BC, as a, as a part of a triumphant return to Rome after years of civil war, Julius Caesar, the man himself, introduced the very first giraffe to Europe. Some 1,500 years later, Lorenzo de' Medici was gifted a giraffe by the Sultan of Egypt. Giraffes had not been seen in Italy since antiquity, and it caused quite the sensation, wandering the streets of Florence and accepting treats offered out of second-story windows. Now, Chase Woodfin, the giraffe is the tallest mammal on the planet. Nice. The tallest walking living creature. Do you know what the average height is of those bad boys? Yes, two stories. Wow. About 20 feet, which is pretty tall. That is pretty tall. Now, those people in Italy who were so excited to see the giraffe, they've never seen anything like it, people still have those thoughts today. Even people who have actually seen giraffes before. You just look at a giraffe and you're like, wow, how are you real? These things are so mystical looking. They look, they're just like, 
a horse just with its neck just it's just real stretched and then they just like pulled this thing by every limb and just really and then threw threw a cheetah at it you know what i'm saying bro yeah i I can see that yeah incredible looking creatures it has a tongue that can measure 18 to 20 inches long disgusting (laughs) it's incredible actually man do you know what you can do with a tongue that long well i can only imagine Exactly. Keep imagining. <laughs> also, when giraffes, this is another thing why you should love giraffes. Whenever a mama giraffe gives birth to a baby giraffe, that giraffe, its very first thing that happens to it on this planet is it falls five feet and hits the ground. <laughs> and then within an hour, that animal is running alongside its mother. Within an hour of being born. And then, you know what? Maybe it wants to take a nap. And it's going to sleep a full day of sleep. So what does it do, Chase? It sleeps six minutes. Giraffes never sleep for more than ten minutes at one time. Isn't that incredible? (laughs) And then, dude, get this. So they sleep a total of four hours every day. They may eat up to 75 pounds of food per day. But then on the flip side, giraffes only need to drink once every few days. Because, and the reason why, is the giraffe's neck is too short to actually reach the ground while it's standing. So it makes it very difficult for the giraffe to drink. And whenever it does drink, it has to put itself in the position. It basically does the splits, dude, with its front forearms or its front arms, and then it lays its head into the water. Now, when they do this, though, they become very vulnerable, and they're very prone to be attacked whenever they go to, you know, consume water. So what they do, and it's crazy how things have adapted this way, but most of their water comes from all the plants that they eat. And they eat primarily acacia trees, which have a lot of water in their plants. Or in their, you know, their, the, the leaves that they produce. And what's also a very interesting fact is that, believe it or not, giraffes have the same amount of vertebrae in their neck that we do. Seven. Except theirs is extremely elongated, as you can see. By the fact that they're 20 feet tall, typically. And that, Chase, whenever they're drinking that water and they're real vulnerable and they turn their head and they see a lion across the distance, you know what they do? They stand up, man, and then they bolt. And they go 35 miles per hour as they're bolting, Chase Woodfin. These things are tanks, all right? They are 20-foot tanks just running, just running. Lions actually fear these bad boys, man. Giraffes, if you didn't know, actually fight with their necks as a way of impressing the ladies. Now, what would you do for a woman? Well, you know what giraffes would do? They would take their necks and slam them together like with the power to snap a tree in half. And they, you just hear a loud... If you're an African man, if you're an African and you're just walking down the street and you think you hear thunder, what you actually just heard, man, is two giraffes slapping their heads together. That's what you just heard, Chase. <laughs> and its scientific name, Giraffa camelopardalis, comes from the ancient Greeks' belief that it looked like a camel wearing a leopard's coat. Now, if that doesn't basically put into your head the image that I was trying to put there earlier, I don't know what does. And because of their unusual shape, giraffes have highly specialized cardiovascular system that starts with an enormous heart. It's two feet long and weighs up to 25 pounds. 
Additionally, the jugular veins contain a series of one-way valves that prevent excess blood flow to the brain when the giraffe lowers its head to drink. Because these animals are incredible, that's why. Unlike horses and most other quadrupeds, giraffes walk by moving both legs on the same side of their body together. So the left front and the left hind leg step, and then the right front and the right hind leg step. This is maddening, Chase. If this is not already your favorite animal by now, I don't even understand why you exist. Get this, dude. Although they're more likely to run from an attack than fight back, giraffes are not completely defenseless. A swift kick from one of their long legs can do serious damage or even kill an unlucky lion. So if he's like, man, my neck kind of hurts a little bit. Man, I don't want to swing my neck right now. You know what he does? He just stomps his head. Does he? <laughs> he just crushes his head. Animals, they can do stuff like that. And one interesting thing about ma- male giraffes, is whenever they want to know if a sweet female giraffe is fertile, they'll drink their urine. And by doing that, they can tell the fertility of the female giraffe. And if you also didn't know, Chase, if you want to be like, oh man, dude, I really want to celebrate my favorite giraffe. Well, dude, World Giraffe Day is June 21st, and that is almost a month away from two days from now. Or it is a month away from two days from now. And here we go, my baseball fan. I know you like baseball. Giants first baseman Braden Belt is affectionately known as the baby giraffe. So naturally, when a baby giraffe was born at the San Francisco Zoo, it was named Brandon Belt. When the two met, it was adorable. Earlier, I was exaggerating a little bit how often they sleep, okay? Giraffes usually, but what another cool (laughs) fact is... Is that giraffes usually stay upright while sleeping, and if they do settle into a vulnerable position on the ground, it's just for a quick six-minute nap. But um, giraffes, and I believe horses also, and many of your animals, uh, your quadrupeds, actually do sleep standing up, and they lock their knees in a position to where it doesn't put any strain onto their legs, which if you didn't know that. So Chase, let's just come to a conclusion here. I think everyone's favorite animal should be the giraffe, and the Tasmanian Devil together. The Giraffe Devil. Well, that's a, a serious offense to most um, hybrid lovers, uh, I would say. Um, I don't really think that's impossible uh, either. Um, I'm honestly imagining a gross, odd picture in my head at the moment. To find out what a draft devil looks like. It would be a... It wouldn't look pretty. But what we've done here is combine two amazing animals into one. It doesn't. Well, another thing you need to know is that Tasmanian Devil has two parts to his name. Um, so, giraffe only has one. So, obviously, two is better than one. You know what, man? You're right. You know, your argument was, 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 was enticing, I'll be honest. I, I actually thought about switching sides. I mean, this is like picking between Jacob and, and Edward on Twilight. Who'd you pick, dude? Are you are you Team Vampire or Team Wolf, bro? Team Edward or Team Jacob? Hmm? No further, You're about to no live or die. Questions. Okay. I plead the fifth. I understand. I hear you. All right, Chase, let's cut to the chase, man. That was so stupid. Everyone so wants to hear your topic. 
Alrighty, so my topic this week uh, is going to be a pretty short topic, um, but uh, Jeffrey's going to be glad because he can be included on this one as well, uh, just like his topic was. Uh, But uh, this week, um, because as of um, almost, it'll be almost three months now, uh, we've, I have been able to experience the Nintendo Switch. Jeffrey, uh, on the other hand, has experienced it for the last month or so. Almost. Yeah, about a month, I think. Something, Something like, like that. that. Well, uh, so I just think we just go ahead and maybe toss out a little review of it. Um, but uh, not necessarily like a full-on review of the entire system. Uh, just a fun, just talking about it. What we what we've liked about every uh, all all of the uh, uh, all everything that we've we've been able to use with our switches. Uh, but one of the things that I was mo- I'm most impressed with so far um, definitely was the local playability. Um, similar to uh, the way the DS worked, uh, local play is perfect. Me and Jeffrey were able to instantly connect. With uh, no no sort of uh, delay, uh, no no dysfunctionality, uh, but it, it it worked just fine. I mean, of course, we were only like you know, not even five feet away from each other, but we still we had a great time playing Mario Kart, not having to share one single controller. Now, for my uh, for my size of hands, I don't have the biggest hands to say anything at all i definitely don't have big hands but i do like the controllers um i think they're a fine size i like using them in the i like using them with the grip uh the joy con grip uh, works uh, really well and uh, i'm I, I like it so far and i play with three different controller types the joy con grip the the xbox one controller and the ps4 controller uh but and then like i said i i play them all and I don't feel a difference or anything that would would cause me to or affect the way that I play the games. Jeffrey, what do you think about the system so far? Or just a okay. tiny little thing? I agree with everything you said, man. Um, of course. I think everyone that has even thought or considered buying this system, I think they should go ahead and do it. Because I think there is something that this offers to anyone. It's just, it's so convenient, it's so nice to have, especially if you really like games, you know what I'm saying? It's just so convenient. There's not much out for the Switch, um, but there is stuff to hold, for you to definitely keep you held on to it, is it like Zelda and Mario Kart. Two games you can play for a very, very, very long time, and it really never gets old. Two excellent things, and it also has a lot of indie games, a lot of indie support, which is awesome, especially for a brand new console really exciting i um i'm liking the colors i like the style of it and everything um the dock is cool the one thing that i think needs to be improved is the menu i think there could be more menu features yeah i can agree with that and uh i I think it needs to be more but it but it flows very well which is nice it's real tight it's real simple and it flows very well but i think it could use additional features and applications because it doesn't have a lot of app support like hulu netflix blah 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 yeah which uh that could be useful. Something else and then, um, and then of course, uh, on the 3DS and on all previous, you know, con- uh, Nintendo consoles that have internet support or Wi-Fi support, 
you had the ability to purchase retro games, um, old Nintendo games. It's a thing called Virtual Console that Nintendo offered on all of their previous handhelds and the Wii and the Wii U. And this doesn't have Virtual Console support, and it hasn't been announced yet. Maybe we will see that at the upcoming E3, but I'm not entirely sure. But that would be really nice, especially for those that love video game history and wouldn't mind playing an old game, man. Because, like, they're sold in their... Um, priced uh, appropriately i feel and it's just so convenient but they haven't talked about giving it support for that which i i really hope they do in the future because i think they'll be a great selling point and then one thing, really other than that i think i really like the switch and one I thing that i can uh definitely uh, will will hope in the future that will be uh, available for access is playtime um, for each, because as of right now, it does have a sort of way to tell you how long you've played a game, but it doesn't tell you exactly how many hours you've logged into the game. Yeah, I just like more doing that. I just wish it was more. I feel just like more modern more, video game features. Yeah, you know what I mean? and it's and I can understand it. It's pretty simplistic right now, and that's fine. That's not a big deal. But there should be a little more depth, I guess I could say is probably the best word to describe it. But I think they, it does it, it does it does need a little bit more depth to it. Yeah, especially since Nintendo is really pushing this as a home console. They need well, to have home console features. Yeah, home con- you know what I'm saying? Home console features. Um, I I hope uh, that at some point we get some sort some sort of uh, apps uh, you know applications uh, on it. I'd like to have my I'd like to have Netflix. Uh, Netflix and uh, Hulu, especially now that uh, Netflix, and I'm not sure if Hulu does or not. I can't remember. I really honestly don't know. I haven't paid attention. But Netflix has their – they have the – where you can download movies now. And if I could download a movie before I went on a trip and then watch it on my Switch, that would be incredible. So I I hope that – I hope that uh, they, they fix some little things. And other than that, I mean, I like it. I love the Switch so far. Yeah, uh, what they also do is more attachments to it. I'd say, I'd say like an additional battery pack or something would be cool. But of course, you can actually just buy, like, one of those battery chargers. Yeah, battery chargers, whatever. Whatever they're called. Yeah, but other than that, I think it's a great console, man. It is great, and uh, I'm excited to see where they take it from here. Other than that, yeah. that's really it. That's all I have to talk about about it. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you bringing that topic on. That was fun to talk about. You're welcome. That was actually a lot of fun talking about it, even though it was kind of a last-minute topic that I kind of thought of on it. But uh, hopefully um, next week uh, we're going to have two pretty stellar topics that uh, you guys hopefully are looking forward to. And uh, they're definitely hopefully going to blow you guys out of the water. Uh, They might be a little bit longer than usual, but... It'll definitely be two topics for the books, that's for sure. Thanks for listening to this installment of Two Guys, Two Topics, a podcast brought to you by Positive Noise Radio. Don't forget to follow our Twitter, at Positive Noise PC, and like and follow our Facebook page, Positive Noise Radio. This episode was recorded with the help of Zencaster and can be found on our SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Don't forget to leave us a review. We hope you've enjoyed and we'll tune in next time to Two Guys, Two Topics. But for now, this is Positive Noise Radio, and thanks for tuning in.